it's about the person's relationship to themselves and their their joy, but it's also about our relationship to them and a gift that um, that contains all of that. It, For me, it was my last ditch effort. <laughs> oh, it was a beautiful one. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful. I hope you feel really good about it. I mean, I hope in the telling of it again that you that you really feel good about your generous heart. Because that's what I that... I feel bad about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, I thought it was very creative. Um, but, you know, sometimes when... I think you're the most creative when you don't have the money to buy something um, mm. that they're worthy of getting. Like, oh my gosh, gosh, I wish I could, like spend three hundred dollars on somebody and and like i only have three dollars so what am i gonna do and you have to do something more meaningful so that there's valuable value to it meaning to it so that it's priceless welcome to the create happy now podcast dedicated to helping you start your journey to discover true happiness Join me, your host, Susan Blanton, weekly as we explore the transformation stories and words of wisdom from our Masters of Happiness with tips you can start applying today to create happy now. Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and today I have on my show Sherry Ballou, founder of Simply Celebrate, helps people find creative, intentional, and impactful ways to celebrate life and to express love for family and friends. As a certified high-performance coach, Sherry supports people in living their best lives, full of joy, success, engagement, and meaningful relationships. She is the author of Say It Now, 33 Creative Ways to Say I Love You to the Most Important People in Your Life creator of the Mango Publishing Heart Wisdom Panel and co-founder of The Secret Agents of Change. Her work has been featured in The New York Times, Town & Country, and The Wall Street Journal. Sherry has been a guest speaker and workshop leader for countless podcasts, bookstores, and companies. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, for joining us today. And you're just right up my alley. You know, I just love all of these creative things. And I grew up um, making presents at Christmas and birthdays and anniversaries. And that's what my family does. I mean, you just can't get through a celebration of any kind without not one of us making something. Um, and it's not just my immediate family. We have like other people in the family that have you know, made furniture or made, you know, a stool or made some jewelry or, you know, just, it's always something different. And it's just, I never quite know what's going to happen um, in my family, what's going to be coming up next. And it, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, they're not going to throw it away because you made it. Um, but it all just means like they were thinking about you the whole entire time they were making it and that they were loving you and it was intended for you. And oh. it, it just means so much. Um, and it's also feels good for the, the giver because I mean, I've also, I've received handmade items and I've also given a lot of handmade items and I, I don't know which is more joyous. I think it, it's a, it's a battle, you know, I think I love receiving as much as I do giving and vice versa. 
Oh, Susan. Oh, that was also beautiful. And yes, yes, yes to all of that. And yes, yes, yes to you and your beautiful wings behind you and your smile. I'm so happy to be here. What a delight. Yay. Yes. Well, I wanted the listeners to learn a little bit more about you and what got you to this point um, of just really promoting making things for people or doing something to brighten their day. Um, so can you kind of give us a little insight to your journey? I would love to. And I'm, I'm actually so happy you asked that first, because oftentimes people hear the name of my company, which is simply celebrate. And they think, oh, sure, you know, you must be one of those naturally happy people and oh, blah, 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 confetti and balloons. And <laughs> You make me sick. (laughs) Right. And I I always love to make sure that the first thing I ever say when I'm speaking like this is that everything I do grew out of my own deep, deep, deep depression and anxiety as a young woman. And that is the foundation that my celebration has grown out of and frankly still does. You know, I practice joy. I practice celebration. I practice love. And they, you know, as with everything we practice, you guys were just talking about this on one of your recent podcasts, that it's like, it's like going to the gym, right? So it's like, these are things just the same. We build those muscles. Yeah. And for me, I'll just give you, if I might, just a quick story, because um, to me, it really shows people um, where all of this came from, which was, so I... I was just one of those people that for whatever reason, I think some of us just tend to have a lot more sort of of that self-talk, that really hard, never enough, can't do enough, that was stupid, why did you do that? Why'd you say that? You're so ugly, all, (laughs) right? Like, and I know, you know, some people have it more than others. I just felt like it was just constant. And it, it really, at some point in my 20s, all because I started very early on regretting who I was and that I wasn't living up to who I should be. And it really piled up. And when I had a breakup with someone, that really threw me into this dark suicidal place where that's all I could think about is I'm not supposed to be here. I'm obviously just a screw up. Um, I can't even keep a relationship. And fortunately, and we know this is one of the most beautiful things about life, right? You've been talking about intuition. I think that was a piece of it. There was there was this intuition. And also I started, you know, getting encouragement to go to a meditation class. And oh, thank goodness, right? For meditation. Yes, so yes. <laughs> when I walked into that meditation class, I felt literally like an iron wall closing in on me. Like the all of that self-hate, all of that hard anxiety and self-consciousness it just felt like it was gonna kill me it's heavy it's heavy it is and when the instructor you know said take a deep breath in and a breath out we can even do it right now I love it yeah ah it's it's amazing yeah there was a moment and I just felt it again just now where there was a moment where all of that went away right? Like for a moment, I felt a relief and I, I noticed it, which is the most miraculous thing to me is that, of course, that's what meditation helps us do. But what, what happened for me is that was like a tiny pinprick in that iron wall. It was like light, a tiny, tiny bit of light. And to me, the, the miracle of it is 
and has been ever since that moment, that one like one little tiny bit of light is everything when you're in the dark. Well, exactly. And if you think, okay, I've made just this one, I can do another one. Yeah. And I can do another one. And I can do another one. And I can keep poking holes in this (laughs) darkness. And until I've got all the light that I, I want need. That's Susan, that was it. You know, and of course it didn't happen overnight, but it really did. I mean, the next day I did exactly what you're saying. I was so, I was so moved by that experience that I would look for pinpricks of light. Like, oh, I'm holding my cat. I don't want to kill myself. I would hear myself say that, you know, oh, I'm eating toast. Actually, this is a moment of well-being, right? Like jelly. <laughs> talking to a friend, hearing my mom's voice. And, and so what happened was that, of course, it was a years long pra- practice, but I'll, I'll speed it up was that, you know, after a while, I realized I don't have to just wait for those moments to land those pinpricks of light. I can create them, which was another huge, you know, realization. And then of course, the biggest one was after practicing creating them for myself for a long time, was finally getting enough out of my head, out of all of that self-talk to look around and to see how many other people are in the dark. And to to, to be able to finally like get out of my own stop and see, oh my gosh, so many people need light. So and many you people could poke a hole for them. <laughs> I could poke a hole for them. <laughs> and that's what started. That's what started. Um, I, I do something that I call the love list. That is sort of the foundation of everything for me, which is I, the first one I ever made was from my mom during that period, which is just a all the reasons she's impacted me, all the things I love about her. I love this. I love that. I love the memory of this. I love the way you do that. I love that you taught me this. And those were, as you can imagine, right? They were a series of pinpricks of light for someone else. Yeah. And as we both know, I was the first recipient. You know, that's it's impossible to be depressed when one is immersed in that kind of love. Right. As you know, and and really it's I mean, it sounds it sounds cliche, but it's it's really a choice. Now I, I mean, I've had my moments of just going, well, I'm driving a car and I could just go, you know, um, wow. many times. Wow. Yeah. Uh, more than I'd like to admit. Um, and, and there's part of me that's like, no, cause there's just too many people that love you. And that would just devastate them. And I couldn't devastate anybody. And when I had a Epstein bar in 2021 and it got me so low that I just thought, well, if I just fell asleep, maybe I won't wake up and that would be okay. And, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't Um, do this. I got to figure out, I mean, and I didn't have anything to be depressed about at the time. And I was like, what, what, I've got to figure something out um, because my, my kids need me, my, um, you know, significant other needs me and um, my family. And I, it's a choice. 
And wow. it's a choice to do something. Um, and, and that's kind of when my intuition started to kick in to, okay, well, I knew it had to be something physical. Mm, mm. And, um, so I did that, but I was also starting to go, okay, what can I do to, you know, research what was wrong and what I could do about it and, and what was going right, you know, and I think that is a super important key is to focus on what's going right instead of what's going wrong. And those are little points of light, you know, like yes. I've got, I've got a place to live. I mean, I remember when I was first a single mom years ago and I was on food stamps, I was going at five in the morning to the food bank to ask for help for my electricity to be put on. Um, and it was very humbling. Um, and I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders and I finally said to myself, you know, what would be the worst thing that could happen? And I played it all the way through. And I was like, you know, it's my ego. That's like embarrassed that I've got myself in this situation. But if I let that go, it's really not that bad. I mean, no, the the worst thing that I could imagine is probably not going to happen. And so then I just said, well, I'm going to start thinking about what's going right and what I do have. And I had a roof over my head. I did have a job, a job, not the great job, but I had a job. We had food to eat. You know, we were safe. We were healthy. We were ably bodied. You know, we had support. Um, And when you start doing that, then you just keep looking. It's like, the red car, you know, you start <laughs> seeing more things that are going right. And like, even, Oh gosh, you know, I wasn't late for work today or the traffic was good or, um, guys, you know, somebody was nice to me at the checkout counter or just things we just take for granted every day that, I mean, even thinking about like places on the other side of the world where, you can't even imagine how bad it is. And then, and then you got to think about, well, everything I have right now, every single thing I have right now is a blessing Mm. because it could be gone tomorrow. Well, and Susan, what I, what I really love so much about what you're saying, because I I feel like this was also unbeknownst to me, but I was training my brain, right? Like, I think that's what you're saying. Um, my way was to look at all the relationships in my life and, and find all the ways that they had supported me and served me and that I love these people because it's very easy as we all know too, with people in our lives to, you know, focus on what what's wrong or missing or, you know, and, and I think in both our cases, what we're talking about, it, it's the same thing. It's training. I have to train myself because my, all of that negativity was directed at me beforehand, but it was just this constant, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. And you're right. It sounds cliche and it sounds so simple and it is simple in a way, but it's not easy to train ourselves to look for what we love and what's good. 
Um, I had for a while, um, a, a, like a bracelet. I don't have it anymore. I had a bracelet that I kept on my wrist that I served as a reminder that, you know, when I touched it or saw it, that was my cue to think about what's going right right now. Oh. And I, I had a bunch of them made and I gave them all away. Oh. <laughs> I guess you get some more, but um, yeah, I mean, that was, um, that's a good way to start a habit. Um, you know, just have something that's going to remind you, you know, every time you see it um, to give thanks and, and um, to, to celebrate, you know, well, just, what right. you have, right? And one thing I want to, I just want to make sure that we bring in, because I feel like this is super important, which is also that there is a time to have our grief and there's a time to have our sadness Absolutely. and there's, you know, anger. And I, I feel like it's always important to bring that in because again, just like the simply celebrate that, you know, to me, there are two sides of the same coin all the time, you know, the, the love and sorrow and the, the grief and celebration and and back to your intuition and all of the wonderful training you've been doing on intuition, that it's like, we need to discern, we need to practice discerning, you know, is this, is this a story that I can tell myself a different story right now, one of, of, you know, good fortune and what, what is working, you know, or is this real grief that is coming up right now to be healed? And we only know that for ourselves. Well, I think that, um, certainly it's healthy to experience you know your feelings and not deny them and push them down but i think it's also important to have this habit in your back pocket so that yes. you can bounce back up and reframe what you're going through so it doesn't end up being stuck down there so you're not stuck yes. in grief you're not stuck in anger you're not stuck in you know, despair. And you know that you can pull yourself back up, you know, right now you're just being sad. Um, and it will pass. And I think that's yes. a huge thing that, um, I taught myself was, you know, anytime I'm feeling depressed or upset about myself, first of all, I shouldn't make any decisions. Right. Um, <laughs> Hallelujah. Right. And, and, and secondly, I really need to just um, remind myself this too shall pass. Susan, I think that's everything, right? Because it's like, it's like me when I was in that meditation hall and I first got that understanding, depression isn't solid. It's not an iron wall. You, you know, you can, and it's like, as soon as we understand that everything shall pass, you know, it, it does change. And like, I love what you said about a tool in our back pocket. Right. So I think that that's the other thing is we're so I I still go through deep sadness and depression and anxiety, but it's like I always have that in my pocket. Like, oh, I can go outside and just look for five beautiful things. I know that. And I know that even even in the midst of being depressed, I can see beauty like it used to be an either or in yeah. my little mind, my, my young woman. I you know, I love her so much. I feel so much for her. You know, she just didn't understand that it can all exist at once. And that changes everything for me. Right, right. Um, I, that's why I like to have my guests um, 
bring up a happy hack, which we will get to later on, um, is because that, that's just a lot of different tools that you can bring out and whatever one's appropriate for you at the time or resonates with you or, you know, just yes. works for you. I'm not saying that every single one will work for everybody in every situation. Um, but, you know, I just think it's um, an, an important thing to have in case you don't. And, and another thing that I've learned too that can affect your happiness and it, it's your digestive system. I mean, this sounds really, yeah, your, your digestive system has a lot to do with your mood, you know, being full of it <laughs> really means what it means. <laughs> and, yes, got, and, and it's, it's, it's another part of your, I mean, it's got neurons, uh, neurons. You know, because like, your heart has ne brain neurons and your your stomach lining um, is quite vast. And if it's not quite right, um, it can actually cause depression. And I've seen, I mean, because there have been times I'm like, I don't want to be depressed. What's going on? And as soon as I got things fixed, I'm like, oh, that's what Isn't it? You know what? I love what you're saying because it also speaks to um you know it's like when we have those feelings that it's like we don't have to instantly and I think this comes with age and it's it's also like wisdom right where you, you just think like I don't instantly have to think just because I feel depressed that I am depressed you know like what you're saying yeah we could look at our sleep we could look at our nutrition we would like did I did he even get out of the house today did I see the sun do you know what I mean like sometimes it's as simple as that a friend's voice it's just that we're, you know, we're just missing some element of what our physicality needs. Absolutely. And I, I just have been watching this um, one, um, he's a neuroscientist and been watching a lot of his, his um, YouTube and which is a replay of his podcast. And it's Andrew Huberman. Yeah, and, I love uh, him. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, and he has this morning routine that some other YouTubers have said, I did this and this is what happened. And, um, and I'm starting to incorporate this. I mean, just this past week, I'm just like telling my, my boyfriend, let's do this. You know, let's try this. And so this is what he suggested is to, and it's all about your circadian rhythm. Mm. And, and now I wasn't prepared to talk about this, so I'm not going to be able to pull all the scientific facts out of my brain because I don't retain stuff like that. <laughs> well, everyone can go listen to the podcast too, but I love that. I love that you're sharing it. It's great. But, but there's something that builds up it's like end of sign or I don't know. I'm going to butcher it and make a fool of myself. Um, but it's some hormone that builds up in your body um, overnight. And then in the morning it's released. And if you 
drink caffeine too early, it blocks the release of it. And then you'll have a crash later on the day. So he said, don't have caffeine for like at least the first hour and a half, two hours in the morning. So you can still have your coffee, but just wait, do some other stuff. So he, he says, have like some salty kind of water. So I would say like have some electrolytes, you know, have electrolytes in the morning. Um, go and first chance you can, for, like as soon as the sun is up and showing where you can have it, you don't want to look at the sun, but you want the sunlight to hit your eyes yes. um, for a period of time, probably five minutes minimum. Um, so go outside and, you know, let the sun be on your face. Don't look at the sun, but, you know, just know that you, if you wanted to, you could look at the sun if you wanted to, that kind of thing. Let it, let it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Face. And then um, get some little, like, not major exercise i mean it's not required you can if you want but like do something to get your body going you know go for a little walk or do some stretching or um you know just clean up the house i mean just get moving in some way um do tai chi or um do some yoga or uh qigong you know just something that um, gets your blood flowing a little bit, at least um, for a few minutes. I mean, the more, the better. And then he also said, I'm not ready for this is to do a cold plunge. So, uh, but, but what they said was um, it is remarkable how much that increases your productivity Mm -hmm. and your like serotonin and or maybe i think it was your dopamine it it increases the dopamine more than um anything else they said by like at least 50 percent more um so i just don't like to do that (laughs) (laughs) i i would have to get some sort of machine that's always available that you know just keeps the ice in there right 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 Right. I, I'm just not going to be getting my ice out and making myself an ice tub. And, and, um, and I don't like to wash my hair every day. So I don't want to, you know, get the cold shower. And yeah. so, but I think it's a great idea. I, I believe in the science behind it. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll try it someday, but you know, just, those morning routines that are really good. And I think I would add to that, um, setting your intentions for the day and what, what you're grateful for. Yeah. Yep. 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 Absolutely. (laughs) All of that. I'm, I'm right there with you. So Sherry, tell, tell me a little bit about what are some of the things that, um, are in your book um, 33 creative, uh, creative ways to say, I love you. Yeah. So I always like to say that, you know, there are all kinds of ways that we can give, you know, um, handcraft or handmade gifts. The ones that I suggest are, are not so much crafts, you know, although that's a whole nother element of what people can do, but they're more, 
Okay, so like the love list is something I've already, that's the first one in the book because to me that's, it doesn't cost anything to do. You could um, give it to anyone of any age. I give all sorts of different ways. Like if you're giving it to teenagers versus someone who's elderly, how to present them. Mm-hmm. There's a whole world in all of that. However, a lot of the other gifts are, they might be experiential kinds of gifts, for instance. And I'll just like off the top of my head, um, let's say that you have a friend that you know is starting a business and that person you know, could naturally use some support. You could make a gift certificate for two hours to take them out for lunch. And we're just focusing on, you know, this is just the time that you can brainstorm, I can help you. Maybe if you have, you know, tech abilities or something you can offer to really try to, I mean, these are eco gifts as well as loving gifts. I'm also like, like most people, very concerned about the amount of, you know, throwaway items that we have in our, in our society. So some of these gifts are also like, it's like, they're things that connect us to people as well as, you know, really supporting something that, you know, people have trouble cleaning out their garage. We could spend two hours bringing over some bagels and, you know, help them turn on some fun music and make it joyful. Um, There's also things that are very simple, which are, you know, for instance, I'm a huge fan of audio notes on the phone. Almost everybody has a smartphone these days. Yeah. And you can turn on that audio recorder. I will often do it if I'm out and I hear music that reminds me of someone. It might be a song that my best friend from junior high and I used to dance to. And I hear it and I'll turn on the audio recorder and listen, you know, I'll I'll let some of the music play and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking of you. I so very much love those memories of us when we were at that prom or junior high dance or, and, you know, thank you for being my lifelong friend. Boom. You know, 30 seconds, those kinds of things coming to people in the middle of their lives, their busy days, it's, it's a touchstone for people. So some of the gifts are things like that. They're, they're very, very simple. Some of them are, 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 you know, take a little more creativity. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, it's, it's really not that hard to be creative. If you know somebody really well, um, the I think what is really a, a, a touching gesture is showing how well you know them. Yes. Yes. To say, um, oh my gosh, like, you know, I have, so I have a really love, a, a, a love for pickled beets. Now, it's my grandmother's recipe, pickled beets. Okay. Not okay. Any has I love home, this homegrown, homemade. You know, and and it's not a well known fact, um, and not everybody appreciates the fact. But every year, um, my ex brother in law gives me a jar of pickled beets from my that's my grandmother's recipe that what? from with the beets that came from his uh garden and so beautiful. and I, I i look forward to it every year because you know that's just my thing you know and then you know my my father uh loved cherry um chocolate covered cherries and I made sure he got a box of them for every Christmas. Oh. And, um, you know, another thing I loved was raspberry 
jam. Like, just, I mean, it was, I couldn't wait to look under the Christmas tree and see that jar of jelly jam or the uh, raspberry jam because it grew, raspberries grew all over my parents' yard and my mother made it every year. And I got a little bitty baby food jar full of it. And, <laughs> and it was the most delicious stuff in my life. And I'll, I won't have it anymore because she doesn't live there anymore and the raspberries are gone. Um, but it, it's, it, it's something I remember. And my grandmother used to make ornaments every year for everybody. Um, you know, so um, it, it's just, if you, if you know that's something that they love and they really want to have, you know, and then you make sure it happens and it, um, it, and then it's exciting. It's, um, you know, or, or not even when they're expecting it, but to do something that makes them go, gosh, you, you listened, you heard me, you didn't like, I can't believe that you knew that was my favorite song. And then they had the lyrics put on a blankets or something you know so right. it, it's it's um you don't have to make it yourself but if you just pick something out that you know is really special for somebody and you make a gift out of that you know it's huge it's well, so and huge and you don't have to spend a lot of money just being creative that's exactly and what what i also love to remind people because sometimes we forget this part is that we can also frame it in a way that gives it that depth of meaning. You know, so I could tomorrow send you some raspberry jam, but it means a lot more if I, you know, put a little note that says, I too am thinking of your mom and the raspberries and the yard. And then even better, if I happen to have a photo of you and your mom, like to, to construct it in a way that they know that it's really meaningful. And I know that sounds like, well, what? why do you have to say that? But I think we sometimes forget that part. Oh yeah. yeah and we like, all, I mean, if you'd made like a picture of she and I and put it on the lid. Exactly. That's you know, exactly. with a ribbon around it, you know? I mean, um, that would have been just, you know, so I probably wouldn't have, <laughs> I'd keep the jar, you know? And, and that's that's exactly, you know, and I, I, one of the things I love to tell people too, because a lot of times people have aspirations and dreams that maybe we can't fulfill, but we can see them, you know, like, so one of my favorites in the book is called daydream vacation, right? Which is so like, you know, you know, that your partner has just been dying to go to Paris, but you don't really have enough money to like surprise that person with a trip to Paris. Yeah. But what you do is you you know, you rent Amelie and you get some croissants and you play some French music and you, whatever, 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 that you put the elements and you say to them someday, you know, someday we'll be sitting in that cafe in Paris, but right now I'm, I'm holding this vision with you, you yeah. know, and these yeah. sorts of things, you know, I think one of, one of my big <laughs> missions in life is to really get people to start seeing gifts, you know, outside of, you know, it has to be the this thing that yeah. you bought. Yeah. It, There's the, so the many gift is in here and in here. And, and you're just expressing it in a different way. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. there, there have been a lot of times where for the lack of anything else that I could feel like I could give somebody, um, 
Um, well, I mean, if you have a gift, um, meaning um, something you're able to do um, and you can give it um, because you know that it would mean a lot. So um, I've, I'm a pet portrait artist. And so I have given a lot of pet portraits mm. away as gifts, um, especially if the, 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 the pet had just passed right or is getting older or you know um or it's just special to them you know it's just it's their everything um then that is something that i know is is i will love doing it and i know that they're going to love receiving it um and so yeah if you have a a gift you know a natural gift um and it's something that um, you can easily produce, you know, maybe you can write a, write a song. Exactly. You know, if you're a musician, um, you know, that means a lot and record it. Um, or, you know, you, it, there's a, someone's favorite place and you get, you know, go get a photo of, of it. You know, I mean, it, it's, the thing is, is that you need, if it's an occasion, you need to give yourself some time to create the idea you know you can't sometimes do this the day before <laughs> you can, but I do love to remind people though one of my favorite things is gift certificates right because you could have an idea a spark of something the day before and maybe you can't implement it but you could say to someone you know this is a gift certificate for one outstanding you're just going to love this gift so much gift that's going to be coming January 1st or you know what I mean a great great idea because and that's a great idea for kids to give their parents because if you have no money but you would like to do something for them like okay I will empty the and fill a dishwasher every day you know for the next week so you don't have to do that or um I'll wash your car or um and they and they can redeem anytime it's a coupon and then they can, I, I made these, I would cut them out and I'd write them out and then I'd staple one in so they could just tear it out and give it to me, um, to, um, you know, get, get the payment, um, you know, this washing something or giving them a back massage or running an errand for them or, you know, I mean, you know what they need, um, help with. And the thing is that I love what you're saying, Susan, is that um, especially if we're talking about someone's birthday or the winter holidays, where sometimes people get a lot of stuff, I think, you know, January comes and there's this like emptiness a lot of times. And so by doing something like that, that, you know, you could either tell them what it is or not tell them, but something that people could anticipate is super important. Um, One time. Um, this was many years ago, um, before I was divorced. Um, but it was a time where my ex-husband and I weren't doing very well financially. And I I think I did this for his birthday, but my cousin at the time was just starting his band. He's very well known now, but when he was just like a three, three guy band and they were just playing in the, um, corner of a restaurant 
I asked him if my husband could come in and play a few songs because um, he was learning how to play the guitar. I thought that would be really cool. So oh. um, for his birthday, I got him a, 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 a something to hold his guitar in because we just had the guitar. We didn't have anything to carry it. Yes. And I got one for really good price. And then I made a playbill. With oh. him, like you know, you know what a playbill is. It's kind of the advertisement of who's playing and all that. And I made the playbill and put it inside the 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 guitar um, case. And so when he opened it up, he saw the playbill and saw that he was going to be, um, you know, joining the band and playing. And uh, and then we recorded it. And so. Um, that, I mean, I love to kind of give those kind of creative gifts because I knew that that was super important, you know? Right. And those are the sorts of things. I mean, even as you're saying it, I don't even know you, your ex-husband and, but, but it's like, I feel that, right. I, we all, when we hear those stories, we feel the joy of that. And it's because of what you and I started talking about in the very beginning, which is, it's about the relationship. You know, it's about the person's relationship to themselves and their their joy, but it's also about our relationship to them and a gift that um, that contains all of that. It, For me, it was my last ditch effort. <laughs> oh, it was a beautiful one. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful. I oh. hope you feel really good about it. I mean, I hope in the telling of it again, that you that you really feel good about your generous heart. Cause that's what I that feel bad about it. You know, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, I thought it was very creative. Um, but you know, sometimes when I think you're the most creative, when you don't have the money to buy something, um, mm -hmm. that they're worthy of getting like, gosh, gosh, I wish I could like spend $300 on somebody and, and like, I only have $3. So <laughs> what am I going to do? And you have to do something more meaningful so that there's valuable value to it, meaning to it so that it's priceless. Yes. Really. That just reminded me one of the gifts I love. Um, I love fortune cookies and it's very easy to, to, op to steam them open and replace the Printed fortunes with personal ones. I did ones. not know you could do that. Really? Very easy. Steam them open. I have, I have instructions on my website. It's so simple. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> so, awesome. so sometimes I fill them with loveless items, right? So sometimes it's like, I love this. I love that. But one time for a friend, I'd already made him a love list, you know, for, for another birthday. And so, but I was thinking about all the things I wished I could buy him. And so in the fortunes, each fortune cookie, I just put like, you know, you know, one day, you know, I'd love to be able to treat you to this. Or one day I'd love, like, just to recognize all of those beautiful, you know, things. And to put them in fortune cookies was fun because it gave it a little bit of like abracadabra. But um, there's so many things you could do with fortune cookies. You wouldn't, you won't even believe the fun. Isn't that a cool idea? And then just bag them back up and then they can just like go through them and eat them. I mean, just completely, you know, I, I'm telling you, if somebody like we did a bunch of fortune cookies that were just made for me. I would make myself sick eating them all and going through them all. And, you know, um, or, um, well, one year, um, I, my, my son's really hard to buy for because he, 
will either go get what he wants or he's real humble and he can't think of anything that he wants. Mm. So I, I would just give him money. Well, I feel like money isn't, I mean, what do you do? Put it in a box and, and, and everybody else is opening all these other boxes. So I took bill, different kinds of bills and I made them into things. So he was really interested in. So he was into video games. And so I made like an AK-47 out of (laughs) Oh my gosh, Susan, that's wonderful. And just, and then I just boxed each of these bills up. And so when he opened it up, he saw the, you know, the bill and origamied into something. Um, And I made like a, a bracelet, um, I don't know. I, I, I made a shirt and pants. Cause I'm like, he needs to get some more clothes. I'm like, but I don't know what you want. So here's some money. For that, you know what? That's so awesome. Because when I was going to say, even before you said that, that for teenagers, a lot of times, right. Because money sometimes is the best thing, you know, just, it could be however big of a stack you want of $1 bills, you know, I don't know however many, but, but then to put one love list item, tape to each bill yeah so it's both the heart and the the money you know that that's one way you know or for littler children you know depending how you feel about candy in your household but you could do candy and put a love list item but trying to combine you know I, I just feel like I love the love list because it's so versatile that way you know I've had people tied on a flower stem or you know you could send one on a postcard especially for the elderly I think it's I just want to make sure I say this because I think for the elderly people who are lonely that receiving things in the mail on a regular basis can be like one of the best gifts. So it's like every week you send a postcard with a one thing you love about them or one favorite memory, or, you know, I've done for my, my father-in-law. A photo. a photo, a drawing, a baked good, uh, you know, there's, there's just, but there's something about that. Um, I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of you. That is so important. Yeah. And, um, you were talking about something and I just had something come to mind and now I'm trying to remember it, of course. Um, but it was, oh, um, a, um, a treasure hunt. Yes. Your love list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's super fun. That is so fun. Yeah. yeah and have, and have it, um, related to, what what it is you know so you know and every time they find something they get a little love note and that is so fun I love that and speaking yeah. of scavenger hunts this is something my friend I was traveling when it was my birthday just recently and I was with a girlfriend in France and she went out running early one morning to the next town which is a couple miles away and she took photos she took about 20 photos of different like little things in that town yeah. And then she sent me on a scavenger hunt to that town and because she had some work to do and I was just going to go hang out by myself. And it was so much fun. Like, you know, it's so simple. Like all she did was take 20 photographs, but it was, I was like, oh, it was such a great gift because it really took me to all parts of this town. And so, yeah, I just like you had said earlier, you know, so much of it is just pausing. And this is where I think meditation and having some sort of practice of being able to allow yourself to quiet because you have to be able to you have to be able to quiet you have to be able to like get outside of your own stuff and to really consider like who is this person 
what would delight them? You know, what? And, and, and I love like what you were saying about, even if we have some money to spend to challenge ourselves, what could I do that costs less than $10? You know, what could I do that, that doesn't cost anything? Just like, why not? You know, because it does make us more creative, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and I like where I'd like to be able to give gifts where, um, they, they haven't told you what they want. Yeah. You, you have figured it out. Now, my daughter always gives me her laundry list of everything she wants in October or earlier. And I'm like, now, like then, then it messes up my creativity, you know, cause I, I just want to come up with something. Um, but I, I think that, um, I, I mean, just getting back to um, learning, learning about somebody and really making mm. an impact. I have um, a girlfriend who we spent most of our childhood together and we had not been in contact for many, many years. And out of the blue, I get a book uh, from her in the mail oh. and, and a long letter um, just kind of reigniting our friendship. And the book was authored by one of our heartthrobs. Oh, in, in yeah. And then she said, um, oh, oh, by the way, honey, he's in your town, like right now. And you need to go to the book signing. That's and, so sweet. So I went and I got my picture taken with him. He signed the book. I bought her a book. And I had him sign that as well and then sent that to her. Oh. And then a few months later, he was in her town doing the book signing and he got a picture of, she got a picture of him with her. Both of them looked the same cheek to cheek with a, like a library of books behind him. And so we have this identical picture that we were taking weeks apart, but oh. it's the same pose with this guy. And it was Rick Springfield, by the way. That is the best. I never watch it. Oh, that is the best story. I love that. I love that so much. And 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 my my dream is that 10, 20 years from now, you'll pull out those photos and you'll send them to your friend with something else that has to do with Rick Springfield, you know, yeah. maybe whatever. But you know, it's like to. Because there's something like what you're saying is like building on a connection, right? It's so yeah. beautiful. Like, I just love that whole back and forth. And only you two, only you two, right? Could share That's that. Right. We could have only given those gifts to each other. And, right. And, um, and then not only was, you know, that she gave me the book. I mean, but she said, hey, he's in town this is where it's at. Go, 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 go. You know? And then, I mean, I was just like, Oh my gosh. And, um, you know, I just couldn't believe like I was going to be able to be, he put his arm around me and, you know, put his cheek right up next to mine. And I was just like, Oh my God. You know, I would have never imagined as a high school girl, like, <laughs> I know. And then she got to do the same thing, you know? So 
Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, just be creative and, and you don't have to be creative. You just go on the internet and get some ideas. Uh, hello. Yep. Yep. She's got a book. So uh, please. <laughs> Sorry. I had to say that, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, go. Yeah. I mean, you, if, if people sit quietly and really think about the person, so many things come. And yeah, I've got tons of ideas. You, We've just given people tons of ideas. The internet has tons of ideas. I think the main thing is just to, especially as these winter holidays approach, if you're someone who typically might get caught up in that obligatory gift giving, to just step back for a minute, you know, and just pause and think, what do I really want a gift to feel like, you know? And, you know... I don't need to go a gift, you know, personalize a gift. Um, uh, you know, know what their favorite colors are. Know what's their favorite restaurant. Um, I mean, even if it's just to get a gift certificate at their favorite restaurant, you know, even if it's one, that's not one you find at this store, you know, you can go to their favorite restaurant and say, Hey, do you have any, like gift certificates that I can give, you know, and they might make one up or something. Um, I mean, I, I've done that before um, where, you know, I, someone was just raving and raving about this one restaurant and it was, it was just a mom and pop. Um, and, and I just wanted to do something. And so I, I went to the owners and I said, do you have any like, coupons or can I get like a gift certificate where I can pay for you know they're like absolutely and so you know I arranged that and um so and it's it's really not that it's not that hard it's just take a few moments to just do some brainstorming even if you just get with a friend that don't that doesn't even know them um they can kind of give you some ideas and and uh you know, mm -hmm. have a back and forth about, well, what do they like to eat? Or where do they like to go? And right. what, what do they do in their pastimes? What are their hobbies? And then, and then, you know, come up with some ideas. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's just really, it, it, it just means more when you're adding value, when you're, instead of just buying a thing, you're, you're making a moment. Yeah, that's the, that is it, right? Mm -hmm. And if you are like just the, the last thing around that, if you are buying something, which again, there's no problem with, challenge yourself. How do I create a moment from this? If you give right. them a sweater that you know they're going to love, you know, give them a certificate along with it. Let's take a walk, you know, this fall and you wear that sweater so I get to take a photo of you in it. Or, you know what I mean? Just make it go that extra little bit of thoughtfulness to make it into some experience together, you know? Yeah. Even if where you give it to them. Exactly. Or how you give it to them, how you wrap it, how you write, like there's all kinds of. Yeah. Right? Like even how you wrap it or, you know, make it a, um, a treasure hunt kind of thing. Um, so that, you know, at least they remember I used to have a treasure hunt for every Easter basket that my kids um, had. They had like a little bunny trail um, of candy 
that they had to follow from their bedroom out to the the gift the bunny basket. And I would I would make the the Easter baskets myself because I wanted them to have the candy that I know they like and um, oh yeah um some of the baskets I made when I was doing basket making but um but yeah I mean it just do a little bit different you know it doesn't have to be elaborate or yes you don't have to spend a lot of money just you know make a little trail make um or get out some rose petals or you know so yeah well sherry uh i think we've given a lot of people some ideas on how to celebrate this year i do and just as we're wrapping up i also want to bring it right back to where we started which is also these are gifts to ourselves you know and and yeah so if it feels like oh that's too much time it's too much trouble i don't know just remember these are the things that bring us to life right we're like lighten up that that doldrums of pressure of oh you know I mean I know it's it seems like a lot of work but if it's coming from the heart it's exciting for you it's meaningful um you can't wait for them to open it as much as they're excited to see what you've you know gotten for them and I'm not saying every single present that you give this year has to be this way right (laughs) that'd be that'd be a lot probably no but if it's if it I mean just have it start here you know this is this is where it needs to start and and that's where the that's where the creativity goes that's where it it grows and and then you the ideas start coming and then you get the excitement and then you know, then one idea leads to another and you get almost so excited about, can't wait for you to see what I have in store for you. Right. <laughs> or oh. surprise them. So yeah, I mean, shoot, it just raises my vibration just talking about it. <laughs> Me too. This, I, this is why I love this so much. This is why, you know, I say celebration saved my life. It, it really, it does. Yeah. 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 And you don't have to wait for an occasion. You can do it anytime that your spirit leads you to do that. Um, but um, so Sherry, can you uh, share with the audience how they can get in touch with you? Um, do you have anything going on right now? Well, I am currently looking to opening up some spots in my one-on-one coaching and also my group coaching programs because I've I've got a couple of people leaving. And so those things will be happening quite soon. And Obviously, with the holidays coming, I'm going to be doing a lot of workshops and things around the love list and about talking about what everything we've just been talking about. So if people follow me on Simply Celebrate on social media, that's where I am. SimplyCelebrate.net is my website. And um, yeah, I would just love to hear if anybody does create any kind of special gift. I love those stories. So awesome. Awesome. So uh, what's your favorite quote? Oh, I, that's a, I know that's a great question. I have some, I love quotes. Um, you know, I think in the spirit of what we're talking about, a quote that I say to myself all the time to remind myself is that life is fleeting and we don't know how much time we have or the people that we love have and celebrate now, say it now like that, you know, I, I just think we have to remind ourselves all the time that like you said this is all a gift being here and it's easy to forget yeah absolutely we get wrapped up 
and um and and things that really don't matter you know uh, it's about joy and finding the the good in things and the the relationships that you have and celebrating other people celebrating yourself right and celebrating the opportunity to that, that we have around we have opportunities around us all the time sometimes we're just not looking we just need to open our eyes and see them yeah yeah creating those memorable moments it, it, it's everything i think for ourselves and for the people we love so thank you so much for taking yes. all this time to share and to talk it's been so fun thank you and uh one more thing what's your quick happy hack happy hack i love your happy hacks well people are going to guess this but i'm going to say it anyway look for one single pinprick of light I mean, right now, I just looked at you when I said that and your wings behind you, I felt it, right? A pinprick of light is just a tiny something that sizzles or sparkles or just uplifts you. It's and from that, one little pinprick like that, you know, we're suddenly turning in a different direction. So just remember a pinprick of light yes. and give them. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sherry. It's been a delight it's celebrating so this moment with you. Yes. Thank you for who you are, Susan. Thank you. Well, I would love to have you come back again. This is so delightful and uh, we should get together and collaborate sometime. I love it. I love it. I've had a great time with you. And again, I love to hear people's stories. So. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Susan. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.